Hello and welcome to the Monroe Method Clancast. I am Jason Monroe and this is episode 44. Today we are going to talk about drawing a line. That wonderful little piece of advice given out by people who don't know how to help you. So like once upon a time, when I was first starting out back in 2018, I followed thousands of people on Instagram. I played the follow and follow game. I had the time back then. I was still working my, my the day job I had back then. So I had a lot of time on my hands. Uh, and I would sit and just go through the Slimming World hashtags and follow people. So I used to expose myself to a lot of Slimming World content. Um, and something that you would see very often was these big bold statements, I have eaten like a pig this week, line drawn, and it's very aggressive and official and final, line drawn, back to whatever this, back on plan, back to doing what I know works and blah blah blah. This whole drawing the line thing, now I I see it a lot inside um, our coaching group because when we do check-ins, I am always on the lookout for language. Talk to anyone I work with and they will tell you that I am a stickler for language. And it's not because I'm being um, picky or pedantic. It's It has a reason. It has a purpose. If you've listened to many of these episodes, you'll know that language is a recurring theme. The way that we think and talk about the food and drinks we eat and drink uh, will determine the way that we behave around them. So language is important. If you call something shit, you are going to feel like shit when you eat it. Not actually eating shit, but eating, I don't know, Haribo's and calling them shit or crap or rubbish. Uh, so, yeah, something that comes up a lot on check-ins is, uh, this, such and such has happened. I don't want to dwell on it. Uh, the line's been drawn. And it's like, well, no, we need to dwell on it. Not in a negative way, but we don't just brush it under the carpet. We don't just forget it ever happened. This is one of the things that you are here to get help with. We need to lean into this and understand what it was that happened, why it happened, what the series of events leading up to it was, what the thought process and patterns behind it were. What you, what you were trying to achieve with your behavior when you ate these things or ate in this quantity, what did you see that as doing? What what lay on the other side of that decision that you were trying to get? What was that thing I came up with? I bloody forgot it now. It was a, Do you know why I forgot it? Because it was a terrible acronym. I'm terrible at coming up with acronyms. Understand, understand, um, no. You analyze, ah, there we go, A-U-I. See, it doesn't mean anything. Oi, owe, <laughs> doesn't make a word. Analyze, understand, implement. It's a working title. Analyze the thing that happened. Understand why it happened. Implement things to better handle that situation in the future so that it either doesn't happen again or... It happens, but to a lesser extent. You don't overeat Friday to Sunday. You just overeat on Friday. That's uh, a positive improvement, right? It's not about going from doing something you're doing 
straight to never doing it ever again. We want to reduce the frequency and the duration. And we do that by understanding why we do things in the first place. Now, the reason... Mm, yeah, the reason, I'm going to be bold here and say the reason that the whole drawing a line and moving on thing is so popular is because this is the sort of advice that's handed out at places like your local slimming group. And I'll tell you why. So I I got stopped in Aldi last week, which was pretty cool, uh, by someone who had just signed up to work with me and she said, oh, can I just be a stalker and ask are you... Jason. Um, and we chatted for a bit and she says, I've got a, a, a confession to make. I used to be a Weight Watchers leader. I say, okay, I've worked with lots of those and lots of Slimming World, ex-Slimming World consultants too. Um, and she said, I did it about 10 years ago. She goes, weighing people was fine. Filling out their books for them was fine. But when they had problems or they were struggling, I couldn't help them. Um, and that's why I gave it up because I wasn't comfortable giving advice to people. Because the way that I did things and the way that she lost weight um, might not have been the same for those people. And that that's a wonderful human being who I'm very excited to be working with versus those who dish out the, well, you must not want it enough. Well, you're just being greedy. Well, you, whatever other horrible thing you've heard at your local slimming group, um, but the reason they use the whole drawing a line and moving on thing is because they don't know what else to do. They are not equipped to coach you and guide you away from your disordered eating and your disordered eating thoughts. I didn't mean to say eating thoughts. Your disordered eating and your disordered thoughts. So, you know, you go to your consultant or your leader and you say, I am doing this thing. I keep overeating every Friday to Sunday. Um, what do I do? Don't worry about it. Just draw the line and move on. The sooner you get back on plan, the better. Awesome. Great advice. You've not actually helped me though. <laughs> I keep doing this thing and I don't know why I keep doing it. Can you help me with that? Oh, don't worry about it. Just brush it under the carpet. Focus on getting back on plan and draw the line, move on, etc, etc. And that's all it is. It's people running out of advice to give you. And then I don't follow anyone on social media anymore because it's just a massive time sink for me and I don't have the time for it. Um, the only things I follow are close friends and F1 accounts. Uh, but I still see flashes of things that I've followed in the past. I think I still follow a couple of Slimming World hashtags, so things do still pop up from time to time. And you see it all the time. It's like they disappear from Instagram. Their last post was March 2022, and then it's like, oh, July 2023, August 2023. Hi, guys, been gone for a while. Da, 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 da. I'm going back to what I know works and all the usual stuff. And it's just the cycle starting all over again. Like if if they weren't equipped to help you the last time and the best advice someone could give you to help you with the problems you have with your mindset, with your eating, with your diet is 
to just keep drawing these lines and just keep moving on, you're going to stay stuck forever. And it's not just limited to the slimming world. I mean the world in general, not the specific company, but they are a part of the world. Um, it's not just limited to them. I, I've been doing this for a while now. Six years feels like a long time. Uh, and I have heard, you can imagine, right? I've worked with thousands of people. How many stories do you think I've heard? How many things do you think I've been told? or shown, or sent, um, that PTs have sent to their clients, meal plans they've been sent, WhatsApps they've been sent, and all that kind of stuff. There's a recurring theme amongst not all PTs. I'm always very conscious of saying this. Someone challenged me once saying that me, little old me in my tiny corner of the internet with my small following, was giving PTs all over the world a bad name because I kept talking about why they shouldn't be getting involved in nutrition and sharing all these terrible things. Um, No, I'm just giving the bad PTs a bad name. The good ones are fine. But this, the the, the PTs that do similar things, so like the, the personal trainer version of drawing the line would be you don't want it enough. And when a personal trainer or a coach or whatever gets to the point where they they have to start saying that you don't want it enough and they start questioning your commitment and they're questioning your investment and your goals that's when it's time to get a new one right because the the problem isn't that you don't want it enough the problem is that you have these other things going on that are holding you back from achieving the thing you want to achieve so Yes, you do want to get fitter and stronger and you want to lose weight. However, you still have these disordered eating patterns around the weekends or you think you're someone that can't control themselves around chocolate or you can't go out on a Friday night and just have a couple of glasses of wine. It leads to a full weekend of whatever. And no amount of dieting or calorie counting or exercise or wanting it enough is going to change that. So when, you know, that's like, imagine me getting to a point. If I ever get to a point where I can't help someone, I tell them and I send them in the direction of someone who can't. So for example, someone, this has happened many times, but someone very recently We've been working together maybe six, eight weeks and we've reached a place where I have realised that this person is beyond my qualifications and skill set to help. They probably, not definitely because I can't diagnose them, they probably need to get specialist help. So we get to a point where I say, listen, I've done as much as I can within the limitations of what I'm qualified to do. I think you need more help than I'm capable of giving you. I think you should go and have a chat with your GP. And there'll usually be a kind of, like a, trigger trigger point? It's not a trigger point. They'll They'll have said something in their check in where I've said, you know what, this is getting more towards an eating disorder than just disordered eating. This is getting more towards uh, a more in-depth issue that 
I probably can't help doing what I do here. If anything, what we do here might make this worse for this particular person. So that's the point when we say, look, I think we've gone as far as we can go. My advice to you would be to make an appointment with your GP, tell them that you've been working with a nutritionist for the last couple of months, and they have said that they thought it'd be best to speak to them and tell them exactly what you've just told me in today's check-in. This is what you do with food. This is what you think about when you do this. And they'll be able to refer you to the right person, which in most cases is uh, to speak to a cognitive behavioral therapist. In more severe cases, you may be referred beyond that to speak to an eating disorder specialist. Sometimes you'll go to a CBT counselor and they'll do the same thing as me. They'll try to help the person, they'll realise the person needs more help than they're capable of giving, and they'll get referred to the next person. Now, none none of this is a negative thing, none of this is bad. Like, this is the best possible thing to bloody happen to someone. And this is what I reinforce when I tell people, because once upon a time, I used to get super weird and uncomfortable saying, look, I think you need more help than I can give you, because not from my end, but because I used to think that that would not be a very nice thing to hear. And it probably still isn't. But it's a, it's, a, it's a massively positive thing because that person has just spent the last 10, 15, 20 years going to Slimming World, to personal trainers, to Weight Watchers, to the one-to-one diet. Da, 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 da. All people who have tried to help the person, taken money from the person and continued try, continued to try to help them. The only thing that stopped, you know, broke up the the relationship was the person decided to stop going to whatever it was. You know, at no point did a personal trainer or a Weight Watchers consultant or a Weight, uh, a Weight Watchers leader or Slimming World consultant step in and say, look, I think you need specialist help. They just said, just draw a line and move on. Don't worry about it. Just keep going. Just get back on plan. Or you don't want it enough, you're not motivated enough, you're not committed enough. So I see it as a massively positive thing to to be in a position to have a professional across from you saying, look, I know you've been through the ringer with your weight, I know you've been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years, but here's why. You have, you know, weight, you don't need, weight, weight loss or weight gain isn't your problem, right? Weight loss, yes, I could help you lose weight, but it's not going to fix everything else. It's not going to change anything about the reasons behind why you gained weight, which is what my approach is all about, right? It's all about helping people for the last time so that they can go on and manage their own weight. But when people have much, there, there comes a point where it's not a diet issue, it's not a dietary balance issue, it's not a weight issue, it's a mental health issue, right? That's that's the point we get to. That's when I read something and say, this is the time for me to, to step out because this is not, you know, this is nothing to do with eating protein or eating fruits and vegetables or getting enough water or whatever the case might be. You have, you potentially, again, I can't diagnose people, you potentially have a mental health issue related to the way that you are using food. So forget dieting for now, forget weight loss, forget counting calories, all of that stuff. Go and get help for this mental health issue 
work on that, improve that, then you can come back, not necessarily to me, I mean, come back to your weight, come back to your diet, come back to tackling that separately. Because sometimes we have to realize, like, it's like going to the doctor, like, you can go to your GP and your GP will say, yeah, well, (laughs) your GP will sit and Google your symptoms and say, right, well, it could be this and it could be that. Let's try these antibiotics. Let's try this. Let's try that. And then it gets to a point where they say, I've tried everything that I can do. I'm going to refer you to a specialist. And you go to the specialist and they say, yeah, it's not any of that. It's this thing. That's that's what it is. So you're taking a break from trying to trackle, tackle the thing you wanted to tackle to actually work on the real core of the issue. None of this is a step backwards. Not at all. If anything, you're making the fastest progress you've ever made. You know, you're you're trying to change your weight for 15, 20 years and getting nowhere. Yes, you lose weight in that time, but you put it back on again. The net of that is that you make no progress. But the reason you've made no progress is because you have this thing going on with an attachment to food, the way that you use food. It might be something to do with the way you you think, something you think about yourself, the way you feel about yourself. Maybe you need to work on that first. Then you can come back and improve your diet and all the rest of it. So drawing a line and moving on helps fucking no one. When in life has brushing your problems under the carpet and trying to forget about them ever solved them? Ever. Never. So, back to my incredible acronym that none of you are going to remember. Analyze. Also, I don't like it, actually. Analyze is a horrible word, but that's what I do from my end, right? Analyze. Analyze the thing. What happened? When did it happen? Why did it happen? Where were you? What were you doing? What were you thinking? Blah, blah, blah. Understand. I couldn't remember it. Understand. Now, that part's very tricky, right? And that's why you can often use the help of a coach. Understand everything from the analyze part, right? You've analyzed it. Here are the details. Let's understand why this happened. And then implement. What could you do next time to make sure you don't find yourself in that position? Here's an example, right? On Tuesday, I got in. On Tuesday, I got in from work. I was absolutely ravenous and I ate this, 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 and this while I was making dinner. And then I sat down and ate my whole dinner. And then I went on and just ate for the rest of the night. Cool. That's the thing that happened. Let's analyze it. Why were you so hungry at dinner time? Well, I was really busy at work. Um, I didn't have any breakfast and I had to work through my lunch. Right. So that's this is the kind of the trigger point for it. Let's go back a bit. Why did you not have any breakfast? I wasn't very hungry in the morning. Okay, well, should we not then, and this is where strategic eating would come into play, you know that, you know, how often, I would maybe say like, how often, how often do you work through your lunch? More often than not. Okay, so more often than not, you're going to have to work through your lunch and not get a lunch. Does it not then make sense to have an intentional breakfast regardless of you not being hungry at the time, because you're eating strategically ahead of predicted hunger. Also, it would also be good to have an afternoon snack, something to eat in the afternoon if you get a chance, or on the way from home from work in the car, something like a protein bar. What we want to do is take your hunger from a nine down to a five or a six. 
so that it's manageable. So you don't want to demolish stuff as you're prepping it for dinner. And then when you do have your dinner, you're not approaching it with a massively high hunger level or having already eaten before it, etc. Right? That's how we that's how we work on these things and improve them. And the thing might happen again, but it might not be at the same level. So we'll look to see what else we can do. That's how we improve things. Not awful words. Because that's all it is, right? It's just words. It's, you've came to me with a problem. I don't know what to say to help. Let me just go into my brain, to my default list of responses and decide what one's the right one. Should I say, just get back on plan? Should I say... um draw a line and move on. Yeah, let's go with that. Don't worry about it. Just draw a line and move on. Done. On to the next person. Anyway, that's enough from me today. A nice short one for your listening pleasure. Again, as ever, if you find these useful, let me know in some shape or form on the social media multiverse. <laughs>